York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. OG, OG, OG. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And we are celebrating because the Knicks have won. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five in a row. And destroyed the Portland Trailblazers by 38 points. 112 to 84. The Knicks have OG Ananobi to thank OG, OG, who gives you 23 points, 9 of 12 from the field, and one block on the night. Shout out to OG giving you those blocks. Randall gives you 20 points plus 8 assists, handing them out, and one block. Randall Hartenstein gives you 5 points, 14 rebounds, and one block. Brunson gives you 12 points and 7 assists in 25 minutes of play. He was FIBA Brunson today. And McBride comes out guns a blazing with 16 points. Grimes at 17 points. Six Knicks are in double figures. And we wallop the Portland Trailblazers. We don't play with our food like Julius Randle says. We take care of business and we take names. You're going to be running the, we're running the table, gentlemen. We will be running the table in January. I can see it. I'm not scared of nobody. Never scared of nobody. We're going to talk about the good, the good, and the good today. All right? About this Knicks win. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Take in the ambiance. Just take in all that joy because the Knicks, everybody was talking about, oh, the Knicks, oh, you're a mid-team. Uh, nah, the Knicks are a great team at this point. We smacking Teams below 500, he only lost to one of those. We're smacking teams who are number three in the Eastern Conference and number two best records in the NBA. We are above mid. Let's get it. All right, let's talk about it. Shout out to my guy, the cool Lee Escobedo. How'd you know I was talking about you, Lee? When I say cool, I ain't say your name yet. How you know? <laughs> oh, we outside, we baby. Outside. Oh, that Portland pack. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Also, got introduce my guy Ryan G, who's in. Yes, sir. Nick standing on business. On the business, and I'm pretty sure they might. You think they uh, stood on business when they was talking to to Portland about Brockton today, Mister One for Five in Thirteen Minutes? <laughs> uh, yikes. <laughs> I'll give you a second round for him. I'll give you a second. Okay. All right. let's, let's talk about it. Same. Same. I would too. <laughs> I would too. But let's get it. What, what, let's go. Our Lee came out excited in, in the pregame. So I'm going to Lee. What are your thoughts on the game? I already know. Championship. I already know where he's going. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel something in my bones, y'all. It feels. Like something I haven't felt before when it comes to these New York Knicks. Mm. And I want to start the show with a thank you to Leon Rose. He is not the most perfect president of basketball operations. He is obviously the best president of basketball operations of the last 20 years. But I think amongst his colleagues, who as I compare him to, rather than compare him to against Dylan Grunwell or Isaiah Thomas or Phil, I think he's more right to compare him against the colleagues, his, his contemporaries. And among them, I put my main man top five president of basketball operations in the NBA. He has done a hell of a job revolutionizing. Yes. Revolutionizing post Fisdale, post Steve Mills, post Phil Jackson. We are still haunted by the moves of, of Phil Jackson. We are still haunted by the moves of Steve Mills, but this man, Leon Rose has brought in top a level of competence and patience this franchise has not known under the ownership of James Dolan. And I also want to thank James Dolan for shutting up, stepping back, staying on that saxophone, staying on that harmonica, mm -hmm. staying in the booth, staying with the baddies. I don't know what you're doing. My brother, keep doing it. Leon Rose, stay cooking. My guy has built a winner. Jalen Brunson, best free agent sign in its history. Julius Randle, second best free agent sign in its history. This is an unbelievable team that we have built. It don't matter who we play. We come out with the same intensity. We come out with the same uh, 
on ball pressure. And we come out with the same level of culture and professionalism, no matter who we're matched up against. And I have never seen this type of basketball before. I started watching in 2001 after that Eastern Conference Finals run. So I have not seen this as new to me. And my God, does it look good? Does it feel good? Let's go. We outside. Looking easy, Lee. It's looking easy like Sunday morning. Lee. It's looking really. I never. I didn't feel threatened at all this entire game. It's crazy because there was an eight-minute scoring drought. And I still wasn't worried. Still, this, this is this is a team. This teams who go on offensive routes or offensive runs. This team goes on a defensive run. Like I don't know. Like this team is like you know what? We don't want you to score for twenty minutes. You know what? We don't want you to score. We, they'll just shut you down for a minute to the point where they don't have to score, and we'll still beat you. Like we should, we could have won by fifty if we pass the ball a little bit more in the second quarter but <laughs> we'll take 38 points i guess you know if you want to nitpick uh, ryan g what you thinking about the game right now the way i feel about this team i haven't been this confident about a knicks team since the 2012 2013 knicks with mellow jr shump mm. and those guys and even then, I'm like, this team has a higher ceiling than that 2012-2013 Knicks roster. And the way they're playing right now, it's crazy because it doesn't matter who the opponent is. Like Lee said, they come out with the same intensity. They keep that intensity all game. They do not allow the other team to get back into the game. And... Lockdown defense, the corner threes are going crazy. <laughs> Knicks are just knocking down the corner threes at will at this point. And yo, yo there's not even much to say about the game tonight. Like, what do you say? It was just a straight smacking. Like, it, we like the Knicks treated the Blaze, the Blaze like they were their son tonight. Like, they was a dependent. That's how bad the smack it was. That's a this fact. To say tax time is coming, so we do need some money. Yeah. Like Dolan needs money, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You have can we talk about OG and Anobi too? OG, shout out to Tommy Bear. Who be Tommy Bear is the original stats in the facts guy. The dude has stats on stats on stats. Dude has a quote of the stat that says OG Ananobi is a ridiculous plus 111 through his first five games as a Nick. OG is the first and only player in NBA history to post a plus minus north of 100 in his first five games with the franchise. OG was put on Anthony Simons today, and then you just didn't hear from him for like a quarter. <laughs> like, I've never had the luxury of saying, you know what? We don't want one guy to score here. And it, it happens. Like we've we've had and we have good defenders. Like Grimes is a good defender, you know. Josh is a good defender sometimes, but wow, good and elite is woo. Like OG is next level elite defender where you just put him on somebody and then you're like, wait, wasn't he the leading scorer of the team? And you're like, oh wait, I haven't he didn't touch the ball in the last two quarters. <laughs> it, it's crazy. It it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And shout out to the team who was passing the ball today. How many assists did we have today? How many assists did we have today? 26 assists. 26 assists. And the funny thing is, I felt like in the fourth quarter, the bench was just like, I'm going to just get mine. <laughs> we were up by 38. They was like, I'm going to just get mine. We don't have to pass as much anymore. But Randall with eight assists. Jalen Brunson with seven assists in 25 minutes. The team was sharing the ball, and it looked like they were just looking for each other, and specifically OG Ananobi. This team is just clicking on all cylinders. It's clicking on all cylinders. We are. I. This is. This is looking like. This is looking like. What? Who team? Who are we afraid of? Not many in the NBA <laughs> at this point. Not many in the NBA. Not many. Like I don't know, man. I don't, even, I don't even know what to say about this game. Randall, Randall had shot 40% from the field, but I don't care. He had eight assists. I don't care. 
I don't even care if you. Randall had a rear side contest. When did you have? When have you seen Randall with a rear side contest before? When has he blocked a shot from behind? Like that doesn't happen. That that does not happen. I don't. And I don't even talk about Luce McBride because we lost Emmanuel quickly. I mean, Deuce McBride comes in the game, and all of a sudden, Deuce McBride is like one of the best three point shooters in the league. Like, when did that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? He was shooting 50% from the field. Uh, I feel like I need to, to pull his numbers up. I don't know. What, what you, how do you feel about McBride with the second unit? Because he's, he, he, he's been a sniper so far. Funny enough, I've talked to Mike Scottle about the Knicks' plans. And from according to Mike, the biggest thing I've gotten from that interview was the Knicks are looking at a starting two guard. Um, so they are looking at DeJounte Murray. I was trying to get out of him like uh, DeMar DeRozan, but he wouldn't really budge on that. I'm like, if you're thinking about starting two guards, who are the ones available? So, all right, DeJounte and DeMar. Um, but he made it seem like they weren't really looking for a backup point guard. But they would do their due diligence. So it looked like it just might be McBride for the rest of the year. So how do you feel about McBride for the rest of the year? I'll start. I'll, I'll go. Um, I'll say this. Really, the only issue with McBride is the playmaking. That's really the only issue because he's not really a playmaker. But when it comes to shooting the rock, he's shooting lights out. This is basically what we saw in Westchester with McBride, and he's bringing it now to the NBA. Yeah. And if McBride can shoot the ball like this, he's going to get minutes because the Knicks need scoring pop off the bench with quickly gone, and McBride is providing that scoring back, scoring pop him and Grimes. Yeah. So, so with both of them providing that scoring pop, that makes the Knicks miss quickly less and less coming off the bench. But the only issue with McBride is the playmaking, and I can see why the Knicks are looking at DeJounte Murray just for that simple reason, because DeJounte Murray is a playmaker and he's going to help on that side of the ball when it comes to the playmaking aspect of the game. But at the moment, the way McBride is shooting the ball and it's not, and when, and when the bench is in the game, the way Thib staggers his minutes where he'll have either Randall or Brunson out there with the second unit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, sometimes you look at this team and sometimes you look at this team and you're like, damn, like, do they really need somebody else? But then at the same time, it's like against the better teams, you might need the extra playmaking. But McBride's playing great right now. Like the guy, the kid is playing good. He's the he's deserving of his minutes. Forty three percent overall, eighty nine percentile. Granted, hasn't played that many minutes. Uh, been at the rim. Look at these at the rim numbers, though. 92nd percentile at the rim. But um, something that that's working for us that we've talked about that Tom has has kind of done. He's he's uh he's kind of splitting Hartenstein's minutes with the starters in the bench. So you're starting to see like in that fourth quarter, you saw McBride get a couple of backdoor cuts to the basket, and Hartenstein is throwing those cuts. So you don't have to just rely on Julius Randle to be the total sole source of offense for that second unit. So uh he's you know, Tom Thibodeau done a good job of doing that, and it's kind of helping us litigate the the playmaking thing. But and also, you know, like you said, McBride struggles with the he's not like a playmaker yet. But in that garbage time, you're starting to see I'm starting to see like little things. I'm starting to see like, okay, his handle feels a little bit more comfortable. Um, I saw him actually get deep in the in the paint and then set somebody up. He's getting a better feel for sneaking, picking rolls. Like he's doing small things better with time. Maybe him getting the minutes he's getting and knowing he's going to get this certain amount of minutes is going to help him start kind of get into a rhythm, and maybe it'll pay off for us. Like I, I don't, ex- I don't expect him to, like I don't expect him to pay off in the playoffs. Like you know what I mean? I don't expect him to be like a big, big deal in the playoffs with with the amount of time he's gotten this year. I'd be very surprised if he is. If he is, then that's amazing. I, I feel like McBride is more of a next year thing you know what i mean that's that's the the feel i get from mcbride but i really like what i've seen from him so far before i comment on mcbride i do want to say i put the glasses back on to celebrate my boy jl as you mentioned michael stato 
My man did a fantastic job interviewing Michael Sato. If you haven't seen that video, check it out. I think Jay Ellis is one of the best interviewers on in terms of, of NIT's YouTube content creators. My man is a great mind. Love the way y'all vibe. You kind of had an instant chemistry, ask question and answers. I thought I, every time we have a guest on, I think you do a really good job of leading that conversation. I appreciate that it. video has 7,000 views. My main man, KOT. Year of the KOT. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about doing the ride. I see you, Pops. I see you in the chat, man. You're right, Pops. Uh, not this year. I think it would be a mistake to fully invest in Deucent Bride as a backup point guard. That backup point guard spot is going to be very pivotal in the playoffs. And I'm try I think Leon Rose is looking to mitigate any possible weaknesses heading into the playoffs. And while Deucent Bride can knock down some threes and lock up a Portland Trailblazer team in the middle of a season. Can he do it in a seven-game series against Miami or Boston or Milwaukee? I think then he becomes a weakness because of his inability to play, make it a really high, consistent level. Yet, I think a Malcolm Brogdon or Jordan Clarkson, yes, I'm still on Jordan Clarkson. If we go that <laughs> route, one, maximum two years of that player as a backup. Deuce continues to get reps from someone that's out and then continues to get reps, maybe even crack the rotation as a point and move that back a playmaker to the two-guard spot. Who knows? But this playoffs, where we are right now and exceeding expectations and possibly even a contender, I think Deuce McBride should be replaced with a more veteran-savvy, playoff-proven point guard who can playmake and get guys like Josh Hart and Precious Achua involved in the offense when the backups come in. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel it. I feel you. I kind of feel you, Lee. But um, even if it's not like if we do end up getting a DeJounte Murray, which uh, I was kind of reading this today that the Raptors are a threat for him because, you know, they're, they're trading Pascal Siakam. The Hawks have had their eye on Pascal Siakam. So um, that, that might be a swap happening over there. But if we do get a guy like DeJounte, it seems like that that would he would be running the second unit. That's what it seems like it would be. It would, it would be RJ. RJ esque all over again, and so I'm in that scenario. I'm not sure how many minutes Deuce would get in that scenario because he would be the the fat the facto point guard for that second unit. But we'll see how that goes. But as of now, man, I still I still love Dante Divincenzo, man. I still love I still love that three point shooting. Like we we are a top eight three point percentage shooting team in the league. It's going to go up. With the production of OG Ananobi, I really, I really like it, man. I, I really like Dante with that that second unit, at least offensively. And then defensively, we've still been the number one defense in the league, even with Dante not always being the best defender. But he, he it, it, Dante is back in his natural role, which is playing the passing lanes. I think that's what it is. Dante is back in his natural role, which is playing the back passing lanes, and that's what he's really good at, and not trying to lock up point of attack. Uh, like, like he's not trying to lock down offensive juggernaut at the point of attack. Like that's not him. He's he can do that in spurts, but I don't like him in that role full time. And OG is really providing that for us, and it's really we're really maximizing on Dejount on Dante's steal steal right. He opened the game with a steal and a dunk. So I don't know. I like it. I like the steals and the threes. <laughs> I just hope sometimes that Grimes will be put in this place sometimes and. Uh, for Dante, but that's the only like micro complaint is that the coach will take Dante out and put Josh Hart, but and sometimes I wish he'll put Grimes in this place to kind of still get that same type of archetype type of player, quick three point shooting defensive guy. Very small, very small microcosm, very small complaint, but I I'm liking everything else. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, I do think it makes more sense to put grabs in the game for Dante just to keep, you know, like a similar player in the, in the starting lineup. I mean, and, you know, when they make the replacement, have that similar player in there for Dante. But, and I would rather Josh Hart coming for OG instead. But, I mean, it, it's hard to argue when the team is winning games. Yeah, it's, it's so. you five and no. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to argue when, it, when the team's winning games, so. Facts. We five and no, I'm not losing sleep. It, it just really is what it is. Uh. So just follow-up question. I'm pretty sure the Knicks and Malcolm Brogdon, the Knicks in Portland had to talk about Malcolm Brogdon because 
The Knicks talked about OG Ananobi when we played Toronto, so you just have to think. They're in the same building. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm good. What's up with you? Rodden, 13. You know what, though? He only played 13 minutes. I Sometimes when the team is shopping somebody, they kind of let them go. You know what I mean? Like, they let them play 20, 25 minutes. Like, I'm thinking about when we played Dallas and Dennis Smith Jr. went off on us. I'm thinking about, shoot, when we played Toronto and OG had a career, his uh, season high on us. He only played 13 minutes. It's making me think that he's not being shot with us. That's just my off-the-cuff well, thing. If you, if you listen to Robert Randolph, he was having the dinner with uh, Malcolm Brockton before the game and telling him about all the great things it is about being a Nick. I feel like Robert Randolph is kind of like the uh, Moon Knight of Knicks fans. You know, he's kind of has some like mental issues where he sees things and hears things that might not be there. So I tweeted him. I was like, Robert, is, is Malcolm Brogdon in the room with you right now? Oh my God. I, I really think, I, I really think he might have been just talking to himself that whole time. Shout out Robert Randolph. Worst theme song in NBA. That is, that, 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 that guess, it's like what you hear at Razoo's after like three worm burners, man. It's like uh. the most like, that's Marty Drummies. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's really bad. Wait, 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 but hold up, though. Are we sure that's Randolph behind that account, though? Because that account be suspect sometimes. I don't even know. That's, if that's a great point. Behind that, behind that account. I'm not even sure. Just like, are we sure Jalen Brunson's dog is behind Jalen Brunson? Is Jalen Brunson's actual dog? We don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the photo was there don't mean that's Jalen Brunson's dog. So it doesn't, it probably, it might not be Randolph. I'm just. I highly doubt it, but whoever that person is, that dude is a comedy show. (laughs) Shout out to Ebony's in the chat. (laughs) What's up, guys? How y'all doing? We celebrating. We're doing wonderful. Yes. I know, right? Five game winning streak. (laughs) We really had, there was not really that many complaints or any deep diving today. So I don't know if you have anything you wanted to add about what you thought about the game. You can, you I can. don't know if you can see the t-shirt. It say dance like no one's watching. That's what I'm doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got a team out there wanting to defend. What? Yeah. So defense everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. We got snipers everywhere. Everywhere. You know, I got the props ready. I got them on deck. What you got, got today? You got a captain? Deck. What you got? What we got? Mr. Potato Head? What you got? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. You got the snipers on deck. Oh, there's the snipers <laughs> on deck. <laughs> ah, let's go. Got the snipers on deck. Got the snipers on deck for the number on one deck. ranked defense in January. Uh, and, then, and then look, they, they coming through with tanks. That's the defense. See, I ain't playing. What's up? Uh, I thought the tanks, I thought that was Portland. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they tell me, right? But that's how we came through. That's how we coming through 2024, like tanks. Yeah, rolling over people instead of exactly. tank on. Oh, you came in like ride, hit threes. <laughs> Ebony off the bench. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. That's yeah. what you call a grand opening right there. Mm-hmm. Came with the, the props and the snipers. Yo, we, we, yo, we got man. You got, you got anything to say, man? We got this. I mean, everybody just got here. Like we, we, we talked about McBride. Shortly, we talked about OG and Ginobili's greatness. We talked about Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle having seven to eight assists. We've talked about the fact that uh, Tom Thibodeau has been kind of uh, having Hartenstein play with the front unit, the front, the first unit, and the second unit, playmaking purposes, because you know. We talked about all those little things. So I don't know if you have anything else to add. I feel like this is gonna be the quickest show in history. There's nothing to complain about. We just we just celebrated. <laughs> I right. feel like I feel like that Dave uh, was it Dave Chappelle is a celebration. <laughs> you know the rest. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, I, I don't know. I just like I, I like uh, what I see and um, why I want to pump my brakes a little bit with the trade talks. I know we got to get Evan out of here. So when I'm talking about trade, I'm talking about anybody but Evan. So we, we're clear on that. <laughs> you understand? Um, 
I know we have to get him out. So people are like, well, we still got Evan on the. Yes, I get it, but I'm not. I don't. I forget he's on the team. So I'm thinking when I'm thinking other. I'm thinking of the other kids. Um, I want to see what they're able to do without looking over their shoulder when they're comfortable when they get adjusted to to their new role. Rather, you know. Um, I would like to see if they can do it consistently. Like, give us some time. Let me see what the the, the young bucks can do because um, we already know that they're pretty good on on defense you know that they can hold their own on that and that's not that's not the question can they hit open shots uh what else can they do on that offensive uh you know the offensive side and, and I, I like I like it I like it so far yeah so far so good mm -hmm. um but I, I think if we are going to make a trade it, sh it might not be the guards uh that precious uh under the, the back back of five I wasn't that one I can complain about I wasn't I'm not too too impressed so far uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this new contingent of Knicks fans popped up on Twitter that are advocating to trade Mitchell Robinson. I know oh. that uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I've seen you go back and forth with a few of them, uh -oh. but I would love I would love to hear your stance because I agree with you. We should not trade Mitchell Robinson, uh, but I would love to hear your reason, the obvious reasons why. Uh, the, and, uh, the obvious reason is we see what defense can do, right? Now imagine OG with somebody of the nature of Mitchie Robinson, where they they turn around instead of challenging. You understand that hesitation, the second thoughts, the, the thinking of that nature. Imagine what that'll do also for our defense. And the thing of the matter is, everybody's talking about look, look, we don't need Mitch. Look, he's better. Uh, I heart is better offensively. He might be the better passer. We don't know because Tom Thibodeau just really turned over the keys for him to do this. You understand, like. He just gave him to say, okay, we're going to try this a little bit more. So we don't know how he looks in that in that uh, in that role. This is not the same roster. It's not even the same playing style. We're pushing the ball. Julius Randle was running the court consistently. That wasn't happening when Mitch was playing. Like it's a different style of ball. It's a different roster. Like I can't give somebody uh, Mitch's job off a hot stretch. Because like I have mentioned, some games, you know, he had he was okay. We won. Well, we you know what no OKC game we lost. But you get what I'm saying. Like it's 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 not um I can't give somebody's job without him fighting for it. Exactly a stretch. This is a stretch. It's a long season. I heart I like our heart. I like his effort. I do. But again, it's a long season. Does this continue? Um, if it does, it does. It's better to have both. I call him the perfect center because I think in a in a playoff setting again. I don't remember iHeart too much in the playoffs last year. You know, we like to we like to say about playoffs is a big thing, but you know, we don't know what his impact looks like in that starting position in the playoffs. So again, like let's let's pump our brakes. I get we excited that iHeart is playing well, but um it's a long season and a lot of different situations he has not met yet in that role. Mm. So yeah. That that that's that's where I come from with that that stance. If iHeart plays really, really well in the playoffs, would you be okay with him having a starting job moving forward? I would be okay with him fighting for a starting job, sure. Um, I'm still again, it's you have to take it. That's what any job you have to take it. Don, Don Dante took Grom's job, right? Oh, so you have to take it. They played together today this year, and and Mitch was the starter. So again, you have to take his job. All right. Yeah, and can I just add something to that right quick? Um, I think a lot of times with fans, like I think the only fans that's really clamoring for Mitch to be traded or whatever the case may be, I think those are fans that are still wanting the, the Knicks to get that superstar player. So they're trying to think about who they can trade, you know, who they don't need anymore, and just try to package that player in a deal for whichever superstar that they desire to come to the Knicks. And and it's a situation where it's like the Knicks don't really have to trade Mitch because you see how the team is playing right now. Yeah. And the team is playing crazy. So it's like there's not really any major changes that really be made that really need to be made to the roster. And when Mitch comes back next season, you could also have a situation where it's similar to how Thibs played him in the regular season as well when he had both Mitch and iHeart healthy, where it's like, okay, you start Mitch in the game, right? And then you just and then you just you rotate them out of the game, you know. And then and when the fourth quarter comes, based on whoever's playing better against that team, you just let that guy ride the rest of the fourth quarter and finish the game. So there's really no need to trade Mitch. And, and like Ebony said, 
with the way the team is playing right now defensively, I hard. Can you imagine if Mitch was in that position? How yeah. how the defense would look? Yeah, the defense would, defense would be crazy. Yeah, even crazy than this right now. Yeah, yeah it's facts. Yeah, I said, can I say something? Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Jay. Um, I was just about to say, yeah, it's 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 more so. I'm cool with you know everybody giving their opinions. I'm cool, but you don't kick a man when it's down, and especially with his newest uh his post. Like I felt that post, the mental health post. They're they're people first, basketball players second. You understand? So, like, we got to – you got to remember that. They're not superheroes. A lot of times we put them on pedestals, and, and, and they're people. And my thing is a lot of these people that, that don't want him, Mitch here, period, they, they didn't want um him starting in it regardless. You know, he played elite, and they had to be quiet. Right. You know, so they, you know he's playing at elite level. He, they had to be quiet. Now he's hurt. Now they back loud again with, with, with the agendas. I can't respect that. That, that I can't respect. Here's here's my best pitch for Mitch right now. Um, so before Mitch went down, right, we were what like a top ten defensive team when we were when we was moving around. Mitch went down. We were the last def- defense in December. Right, this is with Hartenstein in the middle, mind you. This is with Hartenstein in the middle. We were last in defense. Now, am I saying this is all totally Hartenstein's fault? No, I'm not. But January comes, we get OG. Now we're the best defense in the NBA as of January. So what I'm trying to say is that OG component is a big deal. Now, let's say OG gets hurt. I don't want OG to get hurt, but you know, it's, it's the basketball. People get hurt sometimes. OG gets hurt. Now we're back to that. We're back to that defense where we're like bottom of the league type of defense without OG. Because OG to me has been the, the, the real difference maker to me, or the combination OG with everybody else. So now, now you really have to think about that slot of okay, wait, this might be the time to plug in your defensive center, uh, so we're not last in the league anymore. You know what I mean? That that could be that might be a reasoning. To, to kind of for God to keep to keep Mitch around, um, unless maybe you find another cheap uh, wing who can plug in and do what OG does, which is you know not likely, but maybe you can do something on a lesser value. Then maybe you can argue it that way. But that's my best reasoning for keeping Mitch around. Now, now personally, I still I still like the chemistry that we have with Hartenstein and the starting unit, what he brings offensively, and we haven't lost defensively. Uh, not because Hart, but Hartenstein played deep, well defensively for sure. But if I'm not sure how it works without OG and Hartenstein and just Hartenstein. So, but I, I like that first unit the way it is. But I also I'm not throwing away Mitch. That that's the way I see it. Agreed. Yeah, I'm muted. Imagine having to play against uh, uh, Mitch. Imagine us having to play against Mitch. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> nah, Jay Ellis, don't put that BS in the air. Words are pop. He's not. He's gonna be healthy. He's gonna play every game. So <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just breaking things down how, logically in my brain. How I'll be thinking things out and, and expressing it to you guys who say that. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just giving you a counter argument. Well, I'm doing. I, I don't want anybody to be hurt. I'm trying to go for a chip, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Defense with chips. And defense I'm with so chips. Excited, y'all. Now, <laughs> Hartenstein, his value has gone up because he's been durable. And like now that Mitch has been gone, has been down for long periods of time twice. Like I, I think the Knicks are going to prioritize keeping Hartenstein uh, and getting him a little pay raise because now it's like. You know, it's like a little insurance policy. So keep an eye on that during the summer. But uh, hopefully Miss comes back bigger and better. And um, we'll see if he comes back this year. I don't know. I don't know. It's I got a-, a feeling he come back with a jump shot, y'all. He can't do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Stand still jumper. Also, also free throws, too. Free throw percentage. Yes, free throws. Stand still free throws. That's all you can do. That is all you can do. If he comes back, I want him to come back from playoffs so bad, but I feel like that might be pushing it. <laughs> uh, 
Let me see what else. Oh, yeah, the fact that, you know, Brunson didn't have to have a huge game. We was able to get our guys some rest, too. Um, yeah. Thibodeau did not play any games today. He took well, a little OG. I guess he just wanted OG to, to you know, it was, he was having a hot night. Do your thing, OG. I, I, I guess he, he left him out there a little while longer with the, with the, uh, with the bench crew. But then he even took him out like eight minutes, seven minutes left in the quarter. So uh, yeah, I, I see, I see you, Tibbs. Yeah, OG um, um, shot a step back three. <laughs> yes, Grimes shot a step back three. See, but he was working on that with JJ. He's been waiting to get yeah, that off. But the, the, it went down and confident the way he took it. It wasn't mm -hmm. much space. He took that in the corner. That was it. Wasn't you know much much space where he did that step back. But I, I want to say again, I, I I had something else to say about OG. Remember, I had asked about the um his his mid range game, his shot creation. Remember, I was mm -hmm. asking you know how how does that look? Um, today he showed a little bit of it with the the spin move. He had like a little crossover spin move. That was uh, nice. He got to the bucket. Yeah. And it was against the it was against a good defender. He did that against Grant. So, yeah. They, like they, I, I I see I see it. Like him and Grant yeah. is almost like Spider Man meme type of situation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of hate crimes about to go on today. Uh, Grant tried to posterize iHeart. And then, and then um, Dante tried to posterize. What was it? Uh, what's the center's yeah, name? It was Baji. Yeah, Baji. Yeah. 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 He tried to he tried to return the favor. Mm -hmm. Baji <laughs> tried to embarrass Randall. Well, he he did embarrass him. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he got <laughs> Randall like three times. Yeah, he did. Day. He got him. Yeah, it's, it's fine because we got the W. <laughs> yes, exactly, and I, I like that Randall laughed it off too. Yeah, I did. like that. He he laughed it off. It wasn't no no. They get didn't get hostile mm -hmm. anything. He laughed it off. And I oh speaking of Randall, yeah I know my biggest thing with Randall. I know he's good. It's getting everybody else involved. Him and his mental, his temperament. You know the this unselfishness. His F, that those those things. Today I saw him running our offense. He was playing point forward today he actually got og a easy look mm -hmm. um he told he told mcbride to, to he was able to get og the ball and, and because the the um og's man backed up for the cutter to try to help it was enough that was enough to get og a decent shot he cashed it i'm like okay i see you brandu i see you i see you and then the fact of the matter that he's pushing on the brakes and sometimes he's leading these brakes that wasn't before i've never seen that with, with, with Rand that i can remember like like this consistently where he's running the, the yeah. fast break. No, normally he's the one, you know, slowing it down, go run into the ball. Let, let, let's set it up. So this is the easy points. This is the most complete I've ever seen Randall play. Yep. It's almost like the OG trade re rejuvenated him. And not that he was even playing bad before. Like he was, I felt, I felt offensively he was playing his best ball, but now I feel like defensively he's even more consistent than he was before with OG here. And maybe it's the pressure of having somebody like OG here in the rotation with him, taking on that best player. But he he's he's like I said, the block from behind. Like when when do you see Randall get beat and then he comes from behind and blocks somebody? Like that doesn't happen. Like there's another there's another level to his his defense that I'm seeing. It's it's giving me hope that this playoff run uh, will be different. Like I think this is I think this is going to be the year that Randall sheds his he doesn't perform well in the playoffs moniker. I think this is going to be the year he does it. Nah. I definitely agree yeah, with you. Too. Um, yeah, because um with the uh, with this team again they they take the pressure off of you. Yeah. You know, you know how how good it feels that you don't have to have pressure of scoring twenty points all the time. Like if I get my my guys easy shots, they're gonna make it count. They're gonna, you know, um, mm -hmm. they're gonna move the needle. You know, got my back. The next the next man up mentality. That's big. That's huge. That and then in the playoffs when they locking in on your stars and and they're trying to make the others beat you, that comes in, in, in clutch because that's how you play already. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. I'm excited. I'm excited. And he does those, like the superstars who like they're the super superstars. They just like take a quarter off and set everybody else up. Like that's what they'll do. They'll just take a quarter off, drive, kick, drive, kick, 
get everybody else going. Now everybody's hesitant. They don't want to double. And now you're going to work against single coverage, busting people's ass. Like that's that's usually yeah. what superstars kind of do. So like I, I'm I'm starting to see some of that. Like even Brunson, Brunson, Brunson was just was diming people up for like a whole quarter. Like he didn't. He was just like, oh, dime, oh, yeah. dime. <laughs> he he, he kind of set the tempo when you think about it. Uh, in the beginning, like first quarter, second quarter, he was schooling, scoop and whoever else yeah, was school, going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was making them look like not on the same level at all. Yeah, poor scooter. Yeah, he 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 <laughs> he was he was getting he. <laughs> Cooked. Yeah, he was getting he cooked, said, welcome man. Welcome to the league. Yeah, yeah welcome to the NBA moment. You get cooked by a dude who's eight inches shorter than you. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Those only schools first year, I, I, and Brunson did a very veteran move on him too because there was one play in the game where Brunson kind of took him off the dribble, and school was kind of like riding him on the back, and then like pause, and then all, <laughs> and, and then Brunson kind of like. Stop short. Tricked him, trick, tricked him into fouling him. Yeah. And school was there to play. And I was like, yo, school, man, you just, you're a rookie in the NBA. It's going to take you some time to learn those tricks of the trick. But mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, brother, got you on that one. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> he got exactly. you. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Now, I was saying during the, my pregame space, I was talking about how, how normally Portland is good at defending the three. Like, <laughs> this is what I was saying. Normally they're very good at, at, at defending the three. They're like number six in the league with six, uh, three pointers made and and, and uh, um and also opponents three point percentage. Like they only shoot teams are only shooting like thirty three percent against them. So I'm like, okay, they're going to defend the three, and I I couldn't tell that today. Nah, <laughs> I could not tell that today. I was like, okay, this is why I don't get too much in the numbers. Cause yeah, it's like I mean, listen, yeah. when some, when you got guys who touch the paint like we do, you can get some open threes. And then when you have guys who shoot as fast as Dante does, this is why I'm hesitant to take Dante at that starting lineup. Like you, when you have somebody who can shoot that quickly, it doesn't give you time to to kind of hit the paint and then come back and then play defense. It doesn't give you any time for that. You just gotta do what you gotta do. Right. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. It just it just I, is what it is. I like Dante in that spot. I don't know about the whole Murray's and. Brogdon's. I, I kind of like the offense with the two do- ball dominant people. I think three might might be too much, as we just saw. We just had three. Um, it seems like a big difference when it's just the two ball dominant. I agree. And and, and some shooters around. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. All right, all right. Let's get let's get it, man. Is it time for was it time for bro picks? Oh yeah, I got I got a whole slate of bruh You got a slate? <laughs> bruh. Yeah, you got the clip. Oh, here we go. First and foremost, Gilbert Arenas. Again? Again. Yo, Gil is killing me right now, yo, because I'm like, yo, I want to like Gil. You Gil's podcast, very entertaining. Sometimes he has Good takes, and sometimes he has very terrible takes. Oh my gosh! So recently on his podcast, he gave his thoughts about who the Knicks need to get to the next level. And guess who my guy said the Knicks needed to trade for to get to the next level? Take a wild guess. Wait, we're not talking about the Jalen Green thing. He's talking about somebody else. Oh no, he talked about, about somebody else. We ain't talk, he ain't talking about Jalen Green. Take oh my gosh! Guess. Somebody else. He tripled yeah. down. He didn't triple down, but all right, I'm gonna give a hint. He plays for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> no. Yep. No. Yes. 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 No, he did not. Bruh. He's trolling. No, I made it trolling. Huh? We're not talking about Dejounte Murray. You talking about Trey Young? Yes. yes. He said that they nah, Young. To get to the next level, Mr. Lollipop head on the Atlanta Hawks. He's trolling. Bruh. He gotta be He's trolling, yo. He's trolling. He's trolling for clicks. I gotta I got a song for him. As soon as I find y'all go ahead. (laughs) Oh my god. That's my first bro pick, Gilbert Arenas. My second bro pick, and it's funny because I was watching the game and I noticed this, and then I was on Twitter and Glamour Nicks mentioned it, and I was like, you know what? 
I have to give this broad pick. So I don't know if y'all were paying close attention, but did any of y'all get a glimpse of Baji's haircut on the Portland Trailblazers? That was my broad pick. <laughs> did any of y'all catch a glimpse of my man's haircut on the Portland Trailblazers? Wait a minute. Do I got to look for it? Do I have to look yeah, for it? Yeah, he got to stop yeah, in New yeah, York yeah, before he leaves. There's no good barber. Whoever his barber is needs to be reprimanded, needs to be sued. I'm not even sure if he has a proper barber's license. When he cut my man's hair, my man needs to shave off his whole head and just start all over. That's how bad the haircut. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, what happened? What was wrong with it? It looked like a bowl cut. You know, when they used to put your, head, your bowl on your head, head and just clip around mm. it? <laughs> That's what he got. A black man bowl cut? Yes, <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> Need to stop at one of the mini barbershops in New York. Let exactly. them like he in New York right now. Like, yo, let, let one of these New York barbers hook, hook you up because whoever he's going to in Portland, they ain't doing a good job. Oh man, they ain't doing a good job. That ain't it. <laughs> I can't find the y'all got me for. looking, man. Y'all got me scouring. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. y'all got me scouring quick. I need a visual stat, yo. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's not pretty. It is Definitely not pretty. Not. Definitely uh -uh. not. What's your next one? I'm, 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 I'm gonna look. I don't All know. right, my last bro pick goes to Wall Clyde Frazier, <laughs> Gus Johnson tonight because they did my guy dirty. So on the on the on broadcast, right? They were talking about um Jeremy Grant, right? And they were like, did he have a brother that played for the Knicks? What, what was the name again? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I forgot to remember his name. I was like, yo, he did my ass dirty. Uh, my guy dirty. Jerry and Grant, how can you forget my man's name? Yuck. Oh, my God. They also called Flynn. They thought Flynn was Dante. Oh, yeah, he that's Dante. <laughs> <laughs> they got the all uh, all white man looking like um <laughs> they do look like they related though. Like yeah, they don't look do. like they cousins or something. Like they yeah, both got like there, there was a memo on Twitter that they had uh Mario and Wario. So it was it oh, was Dante I saw that Tibbs <laughs> <Tibbs> Wario. <laughs> oh my god. They had Flynn as Wario. They calling him Evil Dante. I oh. can't. I can't. <laughs> your matter. Your matter of fact, that reminds me. I saw another. I saw another meme that someone posted on Twitter where they were talking about the Knicks have their own Pokemon evolution on the team. Basically saying that um <laughs> that that Flynn is the of uh, the lower level. Dante mm -hmm. is the evolved level. And the hardest thing is like, and the hardest is the final level. Damn. <laughs> 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 All right. That is true though. That they that is that is definitely true. I always say that uh Flynn kind of looked like if if Dante and uh and uh a mixture of Dante Ooh. and Delante West. <laughs> so this yeah. this this is this, this, is this the bow yeah, cut you speak of? There, yes, that terrible. Uh, oh yeah. And the words of Charles Barkley. Mm, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I missed that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, you was into that game. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I, don't know. I, don't know. I can't find my. I was gonna play the Goof Troop song. I can't find it, y'all. Oh, uh, don't play no I Goof got... Troop here. I don't want no. Um, I'm trying to get sued. We copyright Not infringement. Sued, no. <laughs> yeah. no. That's that's that was that's that's how I feel about Gilbert. He the captain of the Goof Troops. Yeah, yeah. You're not trying to get Goof. Yeah. He, he can sing Goof Troop. Like father, like I don't yeah. you can sing it. I don't want to. I don't. I don't need no copyright infringement here. Facts. <laughs> I would like to say though, uh, shout out to the soldier, to the oldest Nick in history, number 67, 67 year old Lars Gibson, <laughs> <laughs> who uh, the Knicks cut. I mean, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But uh, yeah, the Knicks Knicks cut him today. No, it was yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. The Knicks cut him yesterday, and uh, it's funny because people were thinking that 
it's because of some big move is coming. But I, I really just thought, I think it's just because we have Sims is back. We already have uh, Precious, who's a 6'8 center. And we have Hartenstein starting. Um, and then Fritz, Fritz actually said earlier that um, if they kept him past the day, that he would be guaranteed money. <laughs> so I think that's the bigger reason why he was cut. Mm-hmm. And not that there was some big move coming. Of course, they're going to try to make the moves that they want. But I think that might have, that have more to do with it. Because he hasn't played since since the trade happened. So, you know. But uh, thank you, Taz Gibson, uh, for your contributions to the team. You see, set some mean screens for that week he was here. Yep. Yep. And got some nice layups in. And your cardio was, you know, he was struggling. He was struggling with the cardio. God bless him. He, he was tired. <laughs> he was struggling. <laughs> I heard he was running wind sprints down Brooklyn Bridge to prepare for this, but. <laughs> Probably to change, see him rock out to the Chinese restaurant. I said, "Look at Brooklyn, right there. You go, look at Brooklyn, real Brooklyn." (laughs) And also, if you if y'all haven't seen it yet, make sure y'all check out that 2023-2024 Taj Gibson mixtape. It goes crazy. (laughs) 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 Damn, why you gotta do? You gotta do it like that. You gotta. <laughs> Newsflash, it doesn't go crazy. All right. <laughs> I got two broad pits, though. What you got, Lee? I don't know if y'all been paying attention to the Jeffrey Epstein list that come out, but man, United States of America, not, not one, two presidents mentioned in one of the biggest sex crime perpetrators uh, in American history. My main man, Bill Clinton, and my other main man, Donald Trump. <laughs> Both mentioned as having nefarious, inappropriate, illegal relationships with minors for years on end. Supposedly, there's some video evidence. Jeez. All of this is a deposition by um, a witness in 2016 before Trump even got elected. So before there was a huge rift in America and people started going after him because they hated him. This was just like, hey, this this stuff happened. Wow. And they said that Trump sex with multiple underage girls but you know that information comes out MAGA will be MAGA they will still vote for this guy if this man could murder someone and he has said this that he just shoot someone in the middle of the street and he wouldn't lose a single voter and I believe that they are one of the most zombie packed of group think uh, people in this country and they will get this man elected for a second term this no- this November he will be re-elected because Joe Biden is also a zombie so we got two crappy picks and here we are folks United States of America Jeffrey Epstein two presidents visiting uh, his disgusting island uh, may he rot in hell uh, forever and, and forevermore bruh jeez this is not like the fake list that was going around Twitter right because there was a fake list no, going around and it was like this is Beyonce yeah, I was like come on this is not these are the real ones that the, the list the uh documents from the court case in 2016 okay have slowly released and trump was on the, the, the latest one got you got you all right cool i'll take that no no, no book no book today uh lee oh no I recommendation always, i always, always have a book i'm just waiting i'm, I'm waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. i'm waiting you know oh yeah can i add one more broad pick it just popped up to me right now you go ahead <laughs> also i want to um Bro, pick for Mayor Eric Adams and his um and his um Yeah, I was just about to say that that clip he talked about where he was like, you know, if you have a child, you know, look around the room and see if you could, you know, and make sure that they don't have nothing suspicious or nothing illegal in their room. You know, trying to make sure you know you you're you're aware of what your child's into. And my man just casually said, you know, <laughs> when you go searching around your child's room. You might find something as simple as just casually pulls out a crack pipe, but I'm just like, what? Yeah, That's what not simple, on? bro. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I'm like, what's going on? Like, yo, what? <laughs> Eric Adams, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're screwed. I don't know. Yo. We're just screwed. No. <laughs> you gotta laugh at it to stop from like crying and yeah. get angry. Yeah. Like you have to. That's a wild boy. Wow. It's simple as a crack pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Total bum. Total bum. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, yo, those are our bro. 
salute to the chat, man. Salute to the chat. Salute to the shout out to new subscribers. Shout out to new KOT listeners. This was like a real easy game. I felt like this was like the least amount of breakdowns we've had in the game. So I felt then we had some breakdown more when Ebony came. But um, but shout out to you. Hope you're enjoying the show. Shout out to Fritz Alexander Alexander Lee Escobedo in the chat. I see you. Manchild, Glamour Nicks, Nick Yak, Big Flash. Big Flash is commenting on Randall's uh, interview and he says he watched the game film and he found out he took a lot of bad shots. Yeah, hell, yeah, he did. <laughs> and he finally gets it now. Um, but yeah, Randall is shooting at the rim more than he ever has in his entire career and it's changed his game around. We're reaping the benefits of that. So shout out to Randall for finally getting it. Shout out to Gregory Lee, Gregory Lee user, and everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. I don't have the Discord right now because I have a new computer, so that has to get situated. But um, it should be situated a little bit later. All right, cool. Um, any final words, guys? Let's go next. Let's go next. Are we, are we telling it? Are we defined us? Oh, uh, I was about to say, I'm waiting for the book club. Oh, the book club, my bad. What what your book? You know, I got mine today. It is Oh Baby, We Going Places <laughs> by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, oh, the classic. The places you go. Let them know. That's we going places, y'all. We going places. It's very relevant. The nits are going places for sure. Yes. Book lovely. Awesome. Today, I've been rereading my main man, Dennis Rodman. Bad as I want to be. It's a surprise to nobody, but Dennis Robin is one of my idols, one of my icons. He says some real dumb shit when it comes to politics in North Korea. Yes, I know. I do not go to Dennis Robin for any of my political views or ideology, but I do go to him for reinforcement to always be yourself and be true to yourself. This Robin is one of the most interesting people and his fashion sense in the 90s. I was about to say, fashion device, definitely I could see Robin in you, for sure. <laughs> Final fashion, both he and I are from South Dallas. Both he and I grew up very poor in South Dallas and worked some menial jobs before we finally caught our break and were able to make something of our lives. I'm a huge fan of his story. I think he's one of the greatest rebounders, not the greatest rebounder of all time, a Hall of Fame dude, and a four-time champion. My main man, Dennis Robin, reading his book. It is wild, y'all. Stories about Carmen Electra, stories about Scotty Pippen, Phil Jackson, Isaiah Thomas, uh, all kinds of of Playboy bunnies. My boy was hanging out with Pearl Jam. He was a wild one, and he's one of my icons. I love Dennis Robin. Shout out. I definitely got to check that out. All right. So those are our book recommendations. We got Dr. Seuss, and we got uh, Bad As I Want to Be Dennis Rock. <laughs> got Sniper Gang, too. Don't forget Sniper Gang. Sniper Gang. Hey, sniper gang. <laughs> Me personally, <laughs> I recommend Dr. Seuss. All right? This is... This is <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Didn't drop a name for everybody. Yeah, I was like, makes a ham is a classic. Okay, so all right, that's our it show. Is. Thank you guys for watching. Shout out to everybody's rocking in the chat. Um, we'll be here next. Actually, I won't be here next game because I'm I'm gonna be traveling with my lady. It's her birthday, so you know, yeah, I don't really miss a lot of games, but. I gotta miss this. I gotta miss the next couple of games because you know I'm, I'm trying to be in a healthy relationship and all that stuff. <laughs> that, that reminds me. Get ready, Dallas. I'm, I'm gonna be there. Nits Mavs Thursday night, baby. Oh yeah! Playoffs yes, returns. Hawks and I we booed out the stadium last time. We are coming for your net. We're coming for revenge. Let's go, Nits, baby. Let's go. Looking for Let's revenge. Go. I'm ready. OG versus Luca? Yeah. Can OG on Luca? Yeah. Brunson. Brunson's first game in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Oh. He was injured last year. Okay. Return. Brunson's last return. Time in Dallas, that was the worst loss of his season last year. So you know our boy is going to be out for revenge for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Nitz for selling me in my pops two tickets. We're going to be hanging out with Glamour Nitz, KOT in Dallas. Thursday night, baby. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Yeah. Sir. You have to yes, post those sir. pictures or something. I might have to post those from another country. I don't know. My data plan going to be crazy. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
might be. Oh man, I understand how it is. Yeah, man. I'm. I, 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 I sometimes I'm in wherever I'm at. It's a Nick game. Uh, the other day, Christmas shopping. I think around was a. Uh, it was a Nick game. I'm like this, and my, everybody took everybody took it to me, and I'm just zoned out. Not remember. I'm, I'm in, in the middle of Target right now. Man, <laughs> like, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Oof, it's gonna be, to be like that. It's gonna be rough trying not to be involved in the Knicks when I'm supposed to be like seeing like suns and sands or whatever. It's gonna be interesting. All right. All right. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. You know, Lee, let them know where you can find you, Lee. At Twitter underscore Lee Escobedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O, or search in that in that search bar, hashtag bum, and I'll probably lighten somebody up in a thread. But hey man, catch me in Dallas. Yo. Dallas Mavs, we're coming for your net, baby. Revenge game. Jalen Brunson dropping 50. Let's go. Sniper, sniper, gang, 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 gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my on me? Okay. Uh, you can find me here every post game uh, on X at Mad Nick Fan. I'm also uh, every pregame at Your Take Knicks. And um, I'm on Instagram getting better. Still ain't got nothing up there, but soon come. I promise y'all. <laughs> there you go. Just take a picture. Just go like that. And, and and I'm I'm on Demon Time behind Mitch now, so excuse me because I'm on the, oh. I'm on Demon Time again. So so leave my boy, leave my guy alone. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or we we have a conversation. That's all. We have a conversation. We can have conversations. I don't, I, don't, right. I don't mind them. Yeah yeah. I'm on Demon Time with my man Grimes. So don't. <laughs> nah, I like I like Grimes too. I like Grimes. Too. I'm just happy that Grimes is getting this shot. I haven't heard the Grimes can't shoot gripe since 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 everything happened. So. I'm glad the I'm, I'm sad to see Emmanuel and RJ go. Happy to see my man Grimes be a beneficiary of that and get some shots. And so shout out to my man Grimes, who's been a sniper. 38% for three. So you can follow us at the KOT show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time Show on Facebook as well. And yeah, and also that's all I got to really say. Just catch us the next game. Um, I'm looking forward to a win streak that's going to like six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, this this whole month is is a lot of a lot of weaklings, a lot of weaklings. We got Dallas next. What do we have? To, what do we have after Dallas? We have Dallas. Hold on. And then it's uh, dang, I just look. My memory's so shy. <clears throat> Checking the schedule to see. Hold on. Who do we got? Who do we have? I know someone named Monster Cock didn't just pop up in chat. What? My God, that's that string name is. <laughs> what is going on, bro? Wow. Yeah. So Mavericks, Memphis, then the Magic, then Rockets. Those are the next four. Mm, so you got the Magic. I think you should be all right. Then Memphis. Memphis just lost Ja. It's gonna be oof, man. That sucks. <laughs> it's not like a little, 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 little. Speedy recovery. You missed 29 games and then he's out for the season. It's crazy. But uh, I guess they'll get more picks. And then well, we got the Magic. I am looking. Oh, I'm not even going to be Am I going to be here for the Magic game? Damn it. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Huh? Wait, that's the 18th? No, the 15th. I'm sorry. I always get those little days mixed up. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Keep in mind, wife's name out your mouth. Mouth. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is also from the same neighborhood as me, over here in South Dallas. All right. Oh, Magic just got blown out today by Timberwolves too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which is with Knicks are in fourth place. Let's go. Yes, sir. So we have the Magic. Then we got. The the Raptors is right. The Raptors on the twentieth. No rocket. No rockets, and then Wizards. Raptors. Rockets. Rockets might not be no joke. Now rockets might. We might have to lace them up a little bit. They might. Yeah. They've been surprising people. Yeah, That's what good coaching does for you. They yeah. they 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 believe in the coaching and they're, and they're, they're moving like playing together, moving. You know, gotcha. because. 
was it Jalen Green is not even having that that great of a year, and you yeah. know they still. You know who is Al Prince and Gun, the Nets' yes. great bit. Yeah, he's a ball. I like him. Junior. Uh, the The question with him has always been his defense, though, right? Good this year. Okay. man, he got him right. Yeah, great coach. <laughs> got him right. Yeah. Hey Jay, who's gonna be on the pod uh, next episode? Ryan leading it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ryan be leading the pod next episode. Ryan's running point guard next episode. All right. <laughs> for the next, for the next three. And I'll be back for the four, for the for the one afterwards. I'm gonna try to drive home Grand Theft Auto style so I can hop on the pod from the stadium. <laughs> Especially after, uh, so you could talk more junk, right? To the to the. Oh to the yeah! Bench. Oh yeah! Get your revenge, <laughs> buddy. I'll be called up for sure. <laughs> you say you're gonna try. Oh <laughs> yeah! All right. All right. But that is our show. Uh, thank you guys for watching. And as always, shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Some mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's the show. We are out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. <laughs>